You are listening to the Tech Chef Podcast, episode number one, June 9th, 2020. Off-premise strategy, business continuity. How about a taste test of restaurant technology? Drive-through or curbside, mobile apps or AI. It's all on the menu, cooking up for the day. It's a recipe for success. You're in good hands with a tech chef. Make a plan to be your best. Strategize with the tech chef. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this very first episode of The Tech Chef. This is Skip Kimple. I will be your host, and I will be your tech chef. I'm coming to you from my studios in sunny Orlando, Florida. All right, I'm just recording from home, but uh, that just sounds better. Now, I'm going to be cooking up some juicy information for you week after week. And on today's menu, we will be serving up QR codes. Uh, The whole idea really is to flood you with ideas and have you walk away with some really good takeaways and provoke some good ideas. Now, some of you already know me, but I'm going to give you a little bit of background for those who don't. I am the CIO for the 4R Restaurant Group most commonly known as Four Rivers Smokehouse, and we are located here in Florida. Um, It is a very dominant brand in Central Florida. It's a faith-driven organization. We're kind of like the Chick-fil-A of barbecue. It's a great company to work for. And I know many of you that are listening right now know me from a variety of conferences over the years, and I've I've spoken at many of these events on topics such as third-party delivery, business intelligence platforms, data security, customer data aggregation, APIs, mobile device management, data-powered dining, streaming daily operations. I mean, there's so many different subjects to cover in IT, and I've had the pleasure of of meeting many of you throughout these, uh, these conferences in the past. Now, why a podcast? Well, I was recently asked to start this podcast back up, and I have been podcasting, believe it or not, since 2006, on and off. I was a very early adopter, and I'll consider myself one of those pioneers of podcasting. Now, I certainly can't consider myself the podfather. Uh, There's a gentleman by the name of Adam Curry. Some of you might know that name, and that will probably date yourselves. Uh, But uh, I consider him to be the podfather. He he really was a pioneer, and he's still going strong today. He has thousands of episodes under his belt. That's actually pretty darn impressive. Now, the early shows that I used to do... Um, were about kiosk development and software product. Um, It was called Director. It was originally by Macromedia, and then later it was bought out by Adobe, and they have since dissolved the product, but it was the premier tool for CD-ROM and kiosk applications. And CD-ROM distribution, remember when that was a thing? I kind of miss those days. Those were really actually fun shows, and if you go to the website, skipkimple.com, you can actually hear some of those older episodes. Really, the information is not that relevant, but they were, they were still fun to do. I, I certainly have a, um, a passion for putting this much effort into a show, and restaurant technology is something that I have massive passion for. I am a self-acclaimed restaurant technology evangelist, and anybody who knows me definitely knows that to be true. Here's a little bit about what to expect from this show. My goal is to keep it light, and I promise to keep it fun. And this show definitely appeals to all hospitality and restaurant leadership roles. And it's not one of those stuffy, overly techie shows. 
And if you're not in IT, don't worry about it. Hopefully you're gonna be able to listen to the show, go back to your teams and ask the right and appropriate questions, or at least challenge them. Obviously, the subject matter of this show is gonna be technology related um, to the restaurant and hospitality industry. And based upon that statement, just think about how much we have to talk about. Uh, contactless delivery, off-premise strategy, uh, selecting a POS, integrating into your POS, PCI compliancy, back office systems, online ordering, pay at the table solutions. Oh my gosh, I am just getting tired of just thinking about what we can cover. We have tons of exciting guests lined up for you from every area of our industry, your colleagues, those industry leaders that you wanna hear from and vendors with relevant technology to talk about. I literally have the next two years of weekly episodes planned and I've already got 10 shows in the can ready to go and ready to share with you. Now, this will be a weekly show every single Tuesday. I can up the frequency if you would like. You need to let me know what you want to hear and um, you know how you want the show to serve you. I'm going to try to keep the show to about 30 minutes, so it's pretty easy for you to consume. Hopefully, I will be your Tuesday morning drive into work or your Tuesday morning drive home from work. The show notes for all of these episodes can be found at skipkimple.com. Now, what is show notes? If those of you new to podcasts, basically everything I'm talking about right now, um, if there's links to certain vendors or websites or whatever it is, uh, you can go back and reference these show notes for pretty quick, easy access to everything that um, we will be discussing. You can also send me feedback at skip at skipkimple.com. That's original. Or leave me a voice comment at 954-302-0851. Now, if you do that, I will play your question or comment on the air. And if you want me to keep the message private, you don't want to hear it or have everybody else hear it, just say so in the message and I won't embarrass you. I promise. But it is an excellent way to communicate and participate and interact with the show. Ultimately, my goal is to give you good access to trending and relevant technology information, a safe platform for you to interact and ask questions, and most importantly, make you more successful. Normally, I have planned this section of the show to talk about upcoming events and conferences, as well as anything else that might be impacting our industry. Impacting our industry. (laughs) Wow, I think everything is impacting our industry right now. Well, in regards to conferences, everybody's schedules are still very fluid and conferences are still trying to figure out really when they can, you know, start to get going again and uh, be able to resume. And at the end of the day, they need to get a decent attendance to show up. I know for me, probably one of the most valuable pieces of a conference is the networking piece. So if if there's limited participation, that really limits the value for me. I also want to say that there's been so much talk about COVID-19 that I want to concentrate on practical applications that really solve for today's challenges and not concentrate on the pandemic. There's lots of good technology solutions out there that have evolved and are being implemented faster than ever before. My goal is to stick to the positive and not really hone in on the negative. Obviously, a lot of these initiatives that we're putting into place are based upon the negative, but, you know, they are going to make a difference in our industry. And I'm very excited as to uh, what's currently out there, what's being implemented, and really where the industry is headed I think we're going to see some pretty advanced, exciting things over the next couple of years. Now, I got to ask a question. Who here listening to the show was worth, with me at uh, Murtech this last year in March? Does that not seem like a lifetime ago? 
Now, if you remember, while we were there in Vegas, the World Health Organization officially called COVID-19 a pandemic. And I gotta say, our lives have never been the same since, right? And since that time, with all the jobs lost in the industry, I wanna point out that the Restaurant Technology Network has put together a careers resource center for anybody looking for a job. Easy to find, yeah, just go to restauranttechnologynetwork.com and navigate over to resources and then to career center. And quite honestly, if you're not familiar with the Restaurant Technology Network or the RTN, I really do encourage you to check them out. If you need additional information or questions answered, um, just hit me up with a message or email me and I will, I'll put you in contact with somebody there that can definitely hook you up and, and um, give you more information. Let's get into the meat and potatoes behind today's episode. And uh, that is the resurgence of QR codes, specifically within our industry. Now, recently, and very recently, they have been more popular than ever, which I will get into in a little bit. But at the end of the day, in today's world that we live in, um, a lot of it has to do with removing those annoying touch points uh, that the, you know, the guests aren't really comfortable touching anything anymore, or a majority of them are not, and they're very hesitant about you know, the situation out there. So I would have to give you a, a good example here of an experience I had the other night when I went to go get out takeout food. Uh, my wife and I are being very careful about what we do and how we eat and how we interact with other, other people. So uh, when we do um, frequent a restaurant, we are just getting to-go food and then we'll go eat it in the park, bring it at home, whatever it is. Uh, but the whole idea is to have limited interaction with the staff and other people in that restaurant. Anyway, so the other day when I went to go pick up my food, their online ordering system wasn't great. Actually, it was failing at the time. So I had to actually go to the restaurant to place my order. And first of all, that means I needed to touch a menu. Yes, I had to touch a menu because they didn't have digital signage. They didn't have a QR code to pull up that menu, hint, hint. It wasn't disposable menu like other restaurants are doing right now. It was a laminated menu. There was no wiping of those menus after I had touched it. Uh, when I went to pay, the credit card machine was not contactless and require, required multiple touches for things like the tip. And at the end, there was a paper receipt that I was actually required uh, to sign my signature with a pen. Yuck. At the end of that, I was given a physical number, a laminated number to hold on to until my order was ready. None of the staff was wearing masks or gloves, and quite honestly, that should have been my first sign. Now, I know there are two camps on this topic, and I understand both sides. I'm trying to base my opinion and experience upon what the kind of baseline of what I'm seeing out there today from the from the restaurants, or at least the restaurants in Florida, because that's that's my most relevant um, reference point. Now let's get into how QR codes are so beneficial to us right now on many different levels. We're gonna start off by assuming that you know nothing about QR codes. Really, they're nothing more than a square barcode. That's it. Believe it or not, they go back to 1994. And the original version, I thought that was interesting. I didn't I didn't realize this until I was doing a little bit of research. The original version could hold 20 char characters uh, within that barcode. The new ones, take a wild guess at how many characters they can hold. I'm, I'm waiting for you to answer. 
7,000 characters. <laughs> That's a lot of information in a little barcode. Now in the past, there was the need to download an app from the App Store, Apple App Store, Google Play Store, and th that would actually give you the capability of reading that barcode and um, executing the functionality behind that barcode. That's a thing of the past because I believe it was iOS version 11 and after that, uh, Apple decided to build that functionality right into the camera app. And a matter of fact, at least all the latest Android smartphones also made uh, QR code scanning an essential feature. Previously and historically, they were a very powerful tool for marketers. I, I wanna spend today talking about uh, what else they can do. Now think about just the functionality and, and the automation that can be initiated with a barcode. You can link a PDF file or an online ordering system to that QR code. That's right. So think about it. Remove your physical menu, provide them a QR code link to actually link to the menu that they can view on their phone. And not just the menu, but obviously you can link directly into the online ordering system. And at the end of the day, you do not need a fancy system to do this. You can simply do it yourself with a homebrewed solution, which I will uh, touch upon at the end of the segment. I talked about online ordering. Let's continue down that path. Now, some systems out there today allow you to embed the table number into the QR code so that if somebody sits down at a table and they, they place their order by scanning the QR code and it gets fired in the kitchen, they know exactly where to bring the food when it's ready. I think that's a very, very effective use of a QR code if your service style um, actually allows for that. On the same path, you could actually link to your daily specials or how about uh, linking to your nutritional information associated with your food items. Now there's a good idea, unless you don't want people to know what your nutritional information is. And I know a few cuisines out there that probably would not like to expose that. But as we all know, if you're a large enough organization, you do have to expose that to the guests. Another nice feature that I've seen utilized is if you have a special feature in your kitchen, a smoker, a special grill, um, you want to, to um, just accentuate you know, the operations in the kitchen and how clean, how efficient it is, something that really would draw interest. And you know, just sitting here thinking about it, um, since I'm in Florida over in Tampa, there's a place called Burn Steakhouse. And part of that dining experience is you can take a tour through the kitchen, which is extremely impressive. Uh, I don't know how many hundreds of people they have working at this one location, but between the wine cellar and the, the, the kitchen tour and the dessert room upstairs, it's pretty impressive. Well, how about giving that kitchen tour as a video tour, you know, if something, somebody's sitting down at the table, they don't want to go through the process of walking through the kitchen, but they are very intrigued about, you know, what's that all about? You could have a QR code that basically has the URL of the video embedded into that QR code and somebody could scan it, watch the video and, and learn more about your company. And in today's world, also with COVID-19 in place, People are also very concerned about food safety. This might be a great opportunity for your um, CEO or your COO to jump in, make a video about um, the cleanliness of your restaurant and how your team members are making sure that the environment is safe for the guest dining pleasure. Here's a good use of QR codes, and this has been used for quite some time now, using it for uh, loyalty or gift cards. 
know, basically scan a guest card or uh, use your barcode scanner attached to the POS system to automate the whole process of um, uh, associating that person's loyalty card or gift card with that transaction. Curbside delivery. I don't think any of us ever thought that we'd be doing as much curbside delivery as we have over the past couple, couple of months. But how about putting a QR code on the signage in the, in the designated parking spots uh, that perform an action like sending a text message or uh, placing a phone call or simply you know, lead the guests to a website to let them, the restaurant know basically that they're there to pick up their food and which spot that they're in. Some very creative ideas uh, that you can utilize with this specific concept of curbside delivery. Now, I would be remiss not to talk about some of the old-fashioned marketing techniques that are used with QR codes, like using it to enroll in a contest, um, improving service, and measure customer experience with a link basically to your guest satisfaction survey, uh, auto-post on social media, including sending out an automated tweet, providing links to existing photos in social media. How about this? You could put a QR code in the window. So... If people are walking by your restaurant at night and it's closed, they could actually scan the QR code, get some more information in regards to their menu or your menu or, you know, hours of operation, et cetera. But, uh, or show them some videos of your food or some pictures of your food. I think that would, uh, that would be very effective as well. I know sometimes we all struggle with getting our guests to sign up for loyalty programs. Once again, this is the opportunity to um, automate some of that process and driving guests to your loyalty program sign up. And on that matter, if your company has a branded app, you know, producing one QR code can actually uh, automatically differentiate between what type of phone that device just scanned the code from and lead the guest to the proper online app store, whether it be the Apple uh, app store or the Google Play store. Okay, let's talk about a biggie, and that is taking payment. Now, table service, you know, basically printing a QR code on the check to link to the payment system for this check, which means you need an integrated system, obviously, into your POS. This really kind of leads into creating a true contactless or touchless system, you know, fast casual or quick serve, you know, on the guest facing screen, the um, credit card machine, you know, you could display the QR code that they could scan. Um, it could link them to a form online or launch the brand's app if they happen to have it installed in their phone to make a payment or have it pay via Apple Pay or Google Pay. Now, the biggest challenge I see with this is how can you create a truly touchless payment system for fast casual and quick serve without holding up the line? I'm going to make that my challenge to you this week. This is where I'm going to ask you to comment and participate. How can we solve for that problem? How can we create that environment that we make it easy for the guests? They don't have to touch anything and yet not, not to slow up the line. At our establishment at the Four River Smokehouse, we do solicit for tips and that requires a touch on the screen. Even if you have a touchless device, you still have to touch that um that pin pad in order to, you know, enter the tip for that particular transaction. Now, here's a list of companies that are, are, are doing the contactless and touchless solution um, for payments with varying degrees. I'm just going to list them off, but 
uh, this is certainly not the complete extensive list. And once again, I will put them in the show notes so you can go back and you can um, click on the links and take you directly to these sites. There's OneDine, uh, Ready to Pay, iGen Payments, Up and Go, Bebot, Rome. Par actually has a product, uh, I believe it's called Park. So you can find more information there as well. And we are going to have a show dedicated strictly to contactless and touch us payment solutions since it is such a popular subject and everybody's really concentrating on that right now. Now, from an operations perspective, there are several options that uh, you could implement as well. And once again, this is where you're, you have to look at what you're currently doing um, in your restaurant. And the whole idea is not just to throw technology out there, but to solve for a problem. So if you have any bottlenecks, if you have anything that has any manual labor behind it that you think you could automate by supplying a QR code, that's where the light bulb should be coming on, like tracking employees or line or safety checks, linking to schedules, or how about inventory tracking? Even HR has a good use for QR codes, especially today. For instance, linking to forms to fill out, onboarding materials, employee benefits, anything that is really frequently updated, you could post a QR code and put it up in the break room. And anybody who walks by, they could scan it and get the most recent information and the most recent um, document that you're trying to you know, communicate with your team. And by no means is this an exhaustive list, but it should help spark some ideas and for you to take back to your team. Did I miss anything critical? Probably, let me know. I will talk about you know, how to contact me at the end of the show, but in today's landscape, really ask yourself, how can we eliminate touch points? How can we make our teams more efficient? How can we serve the guests in the way they want to consume information or interact with you or even just make a payment? A big piece of QR codes is the tracking element behind it because you can encode that link or whatever you're trying to do with certain information with identifiers uh, in that QR code. Have different codes for different restaurants so you know which which QR code um, when it's scanned is actually um, tied to which restaurant. And you know what? Google Analytics has uh, a very good resource and, and there's a great article out there. Once again, I'll put in the show notes in regards to how to utilize and create a URL that's tied to your QR code that um, perfectly aligns with your Google Analytics and it's very easy to see. Now, there are companies out there that do all of the tracking for you They'll create the QR code, they'll provide the tracking, and certainly those are valuable and they should be looked at. But like I said earlier, if you're a smaller organization or you're a very ambitious uh, IT professional, how about a homebrewed solution? Now, one of these places you can get a QR code is a website called qr-code-generator.com. It is very reasonable to create a professional-looking QR code with a site. It does provide tracking. It gives you several different pre-built options. For instance, if you are trying to um, have your QR code port directly to the proper iPhone or Apple Play Store to download your app, you know they have the functionality built into it. So that that would be one place I would start if you feel like uh, um, doing one yourself. And you can also have stylized barcodes that have your logo embedded into it, for instance. I know I just kind of 
crew a lot of stuff out at you there. And it's going to give you plenty to chew on, I believe. And hopefully, hopefully, I've inspired you to start thinking outside of the box a little bit. I'm sure that many of you already have a QR code strategy in place, but in case you don't, this should get you started down the right path. There are plenty of other applications I didn't mention. So once again, if you have additional thoughts and ideas, just please let me know. And you can do that by going to skipkimple.com. Um, you can also follow me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, leave a comment at any one of those locations. And at the top of the show, I did talk about the general comment hotline at 954-302-0851. And once again, you can leave me a voice message there. Uh, if you want it private, just say so. But I will play these on future shows if you would like. And, um, you know, it's a great way to interact with me and interact with others within our industry. And of course, if you are ever in the Orlando area, make sure you contact me. I would love to treat you to the Four Rivers experience and try some of our delicious barbecue. Next week's show is on June 16th. We are going to be talking about working remotely and what you need to have in place from an IT perspective to make this successful for your team and others in your organization. Now, if you are not in IT and you want to learn more about this, we're going to have some cool tips and tricks as well as, as some pretty fun products that will help you make you look great. We'll try to explain some of the platforms out there, but working remotely is a reality of what we're going to have to be dealing with. You know, maybe moving servers to the cloud or a lot of your infrastructure to the cloud. Certainly security is a huge issue. So uh, this show will definitely be worth your while to tune into. And I look forward to talking to you next time. I hope you had some fun. I hope you learned something and you had some good takeaways. And until next time, stay hungry, my friends.